Amen and amen to the word. I'm telling you I'm blessed and I believe that our listeners out there, you are blessed. Thank you so much, Pastor Francis Karuga. May God bless you and may God favor you. Thank you for always sacrificing for us. And now, guys, we've come to the end of the show. But before we go, remember that we cannot do this without you. And we love you so much. Till next time, same place, same time. I'm your girl, Tracy Kong, and this is On Fire Agape Radio. Goodbye. Saying to rob it up, it's you that I see, it's you that I see. I just saying to rob it up, it's you that I see, it's you that I see. Sing it out, say. I'm the center of it all. It's you that I see. It's you that I see. Jesus only. It's you that I see. Uh, lift those hands wherever you are. At the center. At the center of, of it all. It's you that I see. It's you that I see. Only you, Jesus. It's you that I see. Ah, lift those hands, say. There is power. There is power in your name. Miracles happen. Miracles happen in your name. I shall lift our voice. I shall lift our voice and praise. See that I see. See that I see. Thank you, Jesus. See that I see. One more time, sing with us. Sing. At the center, at the center of it all, yeah. see you that I see Jesus. See you that I see. Uh, nobody else is worthy. At the center of, at the center of it all, only you. See you that I see. I see you that I see. Lift those hands wherever you are. Declare it. There is power. There is power I'm the center of it all. 
It's you that I see. It's you that I see. At the center of it all, it's you that I see. It's you that I see.
trust in you You will never let me down Pastor Francis Karoga to give us the word of God. Prepare your hearts and receive from the Lord. Praise Welcome the name of, of Jesus. God. Hallelujah. I receive my warm greetings from Kenya. My name is Pastor, Pastor Francis Karoga. Um, a minister of the gospel. Preaches with uh, the, God, the Grace Covenant Church. And I am born of God, born of the incorruptible seed, which is the word of God that lives and abides forever. I will want to thank God for you, my dear listener, and of course for you willing to keep it right here on On Fire Agape Radio. We ultimately do not take that for granted. God bless you so much. And I would like also to take this opportunity to 
thank God for the host and the broadcasters for the great work they have continuously done, uh, uh, do of making sure that um, uh, that the word of God is on air and that great, great servants of God are given an opportunity uh, to declare the goodness of the Lord through this wonderful channel. Um, just in case you might have uh, missed any clip of uh, uh, the sermons or any radio show, um, you can always be able to access that and much more through www.onfireagaperadio.org. On Fire Agape Radio is a part of um, On Fire Agape Ministry. And of course, um, you can be able to get a, long, uh, a lot more uh, when, you, when you choose to uh, just, just uh, log in. There is more information about us. Amen. God bless you so much, my dear listener, even for the privilege that God has given us together to share from the word of God. I salute the privilege, I take it so, because uh, there, there is um, so much in God, so much power in God, so much ability in him, that if he wanted people to be born again just right away, he has the power to do that. But he has entrusted um, with the son of man the work of communicating the gospel message as ambassadors to represent the interest of heaven. That is a privilege. That's why even every other preacher would uh, rather be very grateful that God has given you a mandate, an opportunity so golden to represent the heavens. Amen. Today, we are looking at the book of Romans, chapter 7, verses 13. That is one area of our focus. And uh, I want to believe that God will, will communicate with your spirit as he has done to me. But I will read from verses 11. The Bible says, For sin, taking occasion by the commandment, deceived me, and by it killed me. Therefore, the law is holy, and the commandment holy, and just and good has then what is good become death to me certainly not but sin that it might appear sin was producing death in me through what is good so that sin through the commandment might become exceedingly sinful praise the name of the lord now the bible says that the law of God is holy. The law of God um, is just, indeed, the commandment of God is good. But then Paul is saying uh, that which ought to have given me life, because it is, if it is from God, it's supposed to give life. Then when, when, um, when it appeared, to Apostle Paul, even as it is recorded, then um, the Bible says that he was deceived 
and by it he was killed. What is Paul saying here? Paul is also helping us to recall the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 3, uh, which basically from verse 1 all the way to verse 18, it gives us a clear contrast of the law between the law and uh, the law the, the law of commandment which basically was uh, written and engraved on the tablet of stones versus the law of the spirit that gives life amen and at some point he says that the letter kills but the spirit gives life so then why is the issue of him of deception comes in here paul is helping us to understand that this law, when it was given to men, it was not for the purpose of making them righteous. Why? Because for you to become righteous according to the law, then you have to fulfill everything that is written in the law. If you only break one of those things, then you have broken the entire unit. Therefore, it was completely impossible. No wonder why the book of Romans 3 and verses 20 says that, therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh shall be justified before God. So now, since the law then was coming to bring the knowledge of sin, and here is a man who was living according to the law. In any case, he was a Pharisee of Pharisee. That is to say that he was a teacher of the law. He knew the law in details. He could defend the law even from the corridor of justice. That's why he took it upon himself to deal with the men of Jesus, to make sure that they don't continue the hearsay of talking about the resurrection of somebody that had witnessed his death. Wow. <laughs> so now, uh, this law, when it was made clear to him, then for sure, he had to die to self. What am I saying here is that as long as the law liveth, then no flesh can be justified before God. So if the law then becomes so clear to you, what happens to you then? You die. You die. So verse 13 is making it very clear. Say that has then what is good become death to me? Certainly not. But sin, that it might appear sin. Was, produced, was producing death in me through what is good, so that sin through the commandment might become exceedingly sinful. Hello? The law was given that sin might appear to be sin. That sin that might appear to be sin. So the law basically has been given out as a mirror so that now when you look at yourself in the mirror and you know exactly the kind of thoughts you have been having the kind of attitude and of course the kind of communication and the law is addressing all those things and if you have broken the law then you have to be stoned to death or you have to die you have to suffer the consequences so the law was serving as a mirror so when you look at it at, at the mirror and you see what the law is saying and yet you yourself have not done the right thing. What do you, what happened to you? You're condemned, you die, you die. So even though the law is holy, it is just, it is good, then indeed brought, became dead. Not so much the law, but the sin that was in us brought dead. 
when the when the sin is revealed by the mirror then it 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 result into death because you cannot keep the law you cannot be justified by the law then the consequences the condemnation takes its course i hope somebody is following that's how therefore sin in paul produced death praise the name of the lord and therefore that was the purpose of the law that the sin might become exceedingly sinful that verse is very strong but now there is another verse in the bible to modify this one so that now we are able to understand exactly what is apostle paul communicating look at the book of romans chapter 3 and verses um uh verses uh 31 a verse that sometimes would appear so controversial to many who do not understand the difference between the law and the grace, or those who do not understand the purpose of the law for what it was. The Bible says, Romans chapter 3, verse 31, Do we then make void the law through faith? Certainly not. On the contrary, we establish the law. Wow. That would sound so difficult for somebody who is fighting the grace. He says, do we then make void the law through faith certainly not on the contrary we establish the law so when apostle pay we establish the law what exactly does he mean it is explained here therefore in romans 7 verse 13 that for the sin to be appear as sin then the law was given for the sin to appear sinful then the commandment was given he neither stopped it from there he also explained it also in the book of first timothy first timothy chapter 2 and this one is rather more clear my friends so that uh, we do not just leave the book of romans chapter 7 without grasping the logic behind first timothy chapter 1 uh the bible says here from uh, verses um verses seven it says desiring to be teachers of the law understanding neither what they say nor the things which they affirm but we know that the law is good if it were if one uses it lawfully Knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous man, but for the lawless and insubordinate, for the ungodly and for sinners, for the unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers, for fornicators, for sodom sodomies, for kidnappers, for liars, for pedulars and if there is anything that is contrary to the sound doctrine praise the name of the living god this chapter explained to us very well romans chapter 7 chapter chapter 7 and verses 13 as well as romans chapter 3 and verses 31 now how do we establish the law how do we do so then here it says that people when they do not know the difference between the law and grace where they do not even know anything anything different between uh, a dispensation from another 
then they collectively pick everything they see in the Bible and, and apply it in their life without knowing that indeed they are trying to be teachers of the law, but not understanding what they say, nor the things which they affirm. That is very dangerous. That is very dangerous. It's like a trending on a very thin line. So verse 8 says, but we know that the law is good if one uses it lawfully. Hello? The law is good if one uses it lawfully. Is it not uh, complementing Romans 7 and verses um, 11, uh, verses 12, that the law is good, the law is just, and the law is holy? The law is good if one uses it lawfully. Question comes, how do you use it lawfully? In other words, you can ask, how do we establish it? Praise the name of the Lord. And so the answer would uh, be when, when the law makes the sin to become sinful. How does it become? He says, um, he says here, verses 9 of 1 Timothy chapter 1, knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous person. Hello? If only the righteous people were on this earth, then there was no need for God to give law unto men. Why? Because when the law was given, it was to bring the knowledge of sin unto men. Hello? Because God wanted to save men, but he could not save people whose ego is, um, you know, whose people, whose people are so much uh, dwelling on their ego. People who think that they are right. God wanted, first of all, to crush their ego, and as a result, create in them the need of God's mercy, because God, along the way, he had a plan of showing men mercy by sending his son afterwards. Amen. So now, the law was not sent or given for the righteous. If you are righteous, then you are not under the law. Amen. And in this case, we're talking about the righteousness of God, which God gives to men when they believe in Jesus Christ to be their Lord. So to whom then was the law given? The Bible says that, um, but for the lawless and insubordinate, for the ungodly and for sinners, for the unholy and profane, for the for murderers and of fathers and of mothers, or, or, or murderers of mothers, for men slayers, for fornicators, for sodomies, for kidnappers, uh, for for liars, for all those things. Now, all those things were, no, were also happening in those days. They were not just that they're happening now, they were also happening in those days. That's why they also mention here the law, because God knows the heart of every man. Uh, he gave the law to reveal those things that dwells in men. Men were, were living under Satan and they did not know it. And the fruits, the fruits of, of, of his existence in them were those things that are mentioned. So that now that sin in them to become more sinful, the law was given. Hello, when the law landed, or uh, uh, when the law landed, uh, 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 landed in the land, uh, landed to the camp of the Israelites from the Mount Sinai. The very, very first day the law came, these people were worshiping an idol. And the very first number one law says, Thou shall have, thou shall worship, thou shall have no other God, O Israel. Wow. So when Moses came down there, it, it was so serious because 
I want to believe that even because of fear of what he had God proclaiming concerning those law in his hands, he could have um, shaken his hand. He, he, he could have trembled. He could have imagined what is going to happen to these people. Because now they are worshipping an idol, and that is the very first commandment. The very, very first commandment. And as a result, that day, 3,000 people died. That is what the law does. The law reveals sins, brings condemnations, and kill. That is the law. So the book of Second Corinthians is very clear. So the law make the sin become sinful. Prior to the law coming to their camp, they were worshipping idols. They even had those idols in their bags, but it was not issue. But now that the law has come, therefore they are all under condemnation. So the law came and made sin become more sinful. And that is basically how when we preach the gospel, we first of all make the law we establish the law by making the sin sinful in view of the law and that men may be able to see the need of god's grace just receive the gift of god by faith knowing so well it was for the love of god clearly categorically demonstrated for you by the supreme the sovereign god that you cannot afford to reject it because once you reject it one day one day <coughs> you have no opportunity even to face him or even to be with him. So my dear listener, God bless you so much. I was just dwelling on verse 13 of Romans chapter seven, and I want to believe that you will also continue to look at it and may the Holy Spirit reveal a lot more of what I did not mention so that we all grow together, mature together and, and, and become a part of the body that is strong and that is capable of bearing fruit even to the glory of the Lord Almighty. God bless you so much. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you for using me uh, for that short while to share the gospel. How many of us have a piece of clay in your hand? And I want to thank you because I'm also becoming beneficiary by also preaching the Holy Spirit is communicating even a lot more to my spirit. Thank you so much, Daddy. And I want to thank you for my dear listeners. I want to believe that it is not in vain. This labor that I'm laboring in the Lord, it is not even as your word say, because you will definitely make it, make my joy complete by transforming somebody's mind, by healing somebody's uh, soul and and also by healing their physical bodies as well in the name of the Lord Jesus. Most so I want to thank you, even King of Glory, for the organizers and the managers of this On Fire Agape Radio. May you continue to bless them, to equip them, and to help them to be ready even for the great things that you're about to do, even through this channel, my Father, to the glory and honor of your name. We worship you. We give you glory. In Jesus' name we do pray and believe. Amen. Amen. God bless you so much. Keep it right here um, on On Fire Agape Ministry, and it shall never, you shall never be the same again. Amen. Hey everyone, welcome to today's show. I go by the name Tracy Congo, and you're listening to On Fire Agape Radio. Today is on Friday, yes, and we have so, we got some energy for today's show. Karibu sana. Thank you, Jesus. You are wiser than the wisest. You are stronger than the strongest. Yes, God, you are richer than the richest. You're clothed with majesty. You're clothed with power. You're clothed with strength. 
the heavens declare the glory of the Lord. The earth belongs to you. The heaven belongs to you. Father, we give you glory. Because of you, I will flourish like the palm tree.
you